If you've ever wanted to talk to someone who's seen blind eyes open, the lame walk, and even the dead come back to life, well, this episode is for you. You're going to love my conversation with my guest, Dr. Leon Van Royen. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Miracle Mindset with Pastor DJ Bagwell. I am so excited to bring you another episode, and this is going to be a special one because I have a dear friend, a mentor, and a just world leader, honestly. His name is Dr. Leon Van Royen. Dr. Leon is the founding president of Global Ministries and Relief. He is a apostolic leader. He served as a missionary, pastor, teacher, evangelist church planter and a relief worker throughout the globe. So without further ado, I'm going to welcome Dr. Leon. How are you doing today? Hey, Pastor DJ, doing great. Thank you. I'm excited to be on with you as well. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And so let me let the audience know, if you like the content that I share, I mean, I've got it from the Bible, but a lot of it I got from Dr. Leon directly. So you are going to love today's show. So First of all, we're going to be talking about miracles on the mission field. And so what does that mean? Let, let, let's set that up. So Dr. Leon has worked as a missionary for years, but he's also traveled and he's preached around the world. And so if you are a pastor that's working in your local community or you're a missionary yourself, or maybe you're someone who is a traveling preacher or just maybe someone who likes to go out and share the gospel, today's episode is going to help you get tips and tools on how to operate in the flow of God and see more miracles in your personal mission field. And so, Dr. Leon, I want to set it up with this. Tell me a few of your favorite or maybe most memorable miracles that you've seen on the mission field. Sure. Uh, And I'd like to start with a couple of comments. Number one, God is a miracle-working God. If you take miracles out the Bible, you're going to be left with a couple of genealogies and some historic facts. God is alive, real, powerful, and he intervenes in the affairs of man supernaturally and powerfully. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he said, signs will follow those who believe. He also said, the works that I do, you will do also, and even greater than this. So I see that we have this mandate to operate in the power of true Pentecost. The upper room experience is what empowers us. The mighty rushing wind that filled that house needs to fill every person, and the fire that blazed on each one of those needs to blaze upon us. And then we have this open door. If you desire spiritual gifts, and you position yourself before God, then you can be expectant that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide you into opportunities where we become the vehicle, the vessel, which happened to me, of course, in the mission field. I want to talk about a few memorable miracles. And the first one, I think, is probably the greatest of all miracles. I've seen the dead raised, the blind see, the deaf hear, the dumb speak, the lame walk, uh, growths and tumors disappear. I have seen God work in the most powerful 
ways, not just in Africa or India, but even right here in the United States, because God is not limited to a location. We are constantly on the mission field. Every believer should be an ambassador of the kingdom. For me, the miracle that stands out most, uh, one day we had had a lot of um, violence in the villages of Africa. The area that I was working at was very violent and uh, it was in the days of uh, apartheid. Nelson Mandela had been set free from Robben Island and people were starting to come into their independence. There was a lot of tribalism, violence between different tribes, violence between different uh, party politics. And uh, these villages had been pretty much shut down. My team and I, we went to the villages. We, we broke bread. We had communion at the gates of the village. We prayed. We spoke the word over the village. The doors would be opened. And then we strategized where we would go according to the direction of the Holy Spirit. God spoke to me to go to a certain area in some of the mountainous parts of southern Africa. I took uh, one or two of my team and we drove to a certain village. When we got there, the entrance to the village was barricaded. I walked up to the barricade and when I got there, some of the hostiles came to me and said, what do I want? And of course, you know, they saw me as, as a representative of the white population. I didn't see myself as white or them as black. <laughs> I saw them according to the new creation, the plan of God that we walk according to the spirit and not according to the flesh, that we view one another according to the spirit. I viewed people either as saints, believers, or as sinners, those that needed Christ. That was my view. I didn't go to the villages to be a white missionary. I went there to be a missionary, period. But there was hostility, and I began to speak to these guys and share the love of God, and they said, okay, you can come in. I climbed over the barricade. I said to them, I'm going from house to house to meet with people. The first house that I got to, when I knocked on the door, um, I heard a very weak voice inviting me in. I walked in. There was an old man lying on a grass mat covered with a thin blanket. He had really no possessions to speak of, a little wooden stool, a, a primer stove, which is a uh, like a, a, a little cooking device that they have in the villages. He had some pots and a plate, and that was about the sole possessions that he had. I sat down on the little stool, and I spoke to him. I said, Father, I've come here as an ambassador of heaven to share the gospel with you. We began to engage. I shared the good news with him. And then he said to me, you know, um, that he was so glad I was there because as a young boy, he was looking after his father's cattle and goats sitting on the hill. And he said, the one thing I desired most is that I would get to know God. Mm. And uh, I prayed back then. I said, God, please, would you reveal yourself to me? And today you come as an, a representative of God. Wow. And you are an answer of that prayer that I had when I was a young boy. 
I was able to lead him to the Lord. And he lay on that bed. His eyes were almost blind. His hair was white. He was thin. He was very old. Uh, however, I felt that in spite of his age, in spite of his apparent near blindness, that I should go uh, and get a Bible. I always carried um, Bibles in the uh, in the boot, as we call it, or you would call it the trunk. So I went uh, to the car and I got a Bible out for him, which violated my logic. But I felt that this was something the Spirit of God was compelling me to do. I walked back to his little home and I gave him a Bible and he held it on his chest and he began to weep like a baby. He said, what I didn't tell you is I asked God for two things, that number one, he would reveal himself to me. And number two, that one day I would own a Bible. And today both my prayers have been answered. And, you know, when someone is born again, they become a new creation. The old has passed away. To me, this is the greatest of all miracles. And this encounter was, to me, one of my greatest days ever in the mission field. One day I had the ability to preach uh, because of certain open doors to over a million people in a, wow. in a crusade. And hundreds and hundreds of thousands raised their hands. But for me, that day pales in comparison to this day when I led that old man to the Lord. Because I was an answer to his prayer. God had led me to that village. God had allowed me to cross over that hurdle to find favor with the hostiles, to gain entrance into that village, to share the gospel with that man, and to be able to not only lead him to Christ, but to give him a Bible that he could hold on his chest and celebrate answered prayer. So that's one of my greatest miracles, DJ. That is so good, Dr. Liana. Thank you for sharing. And there's there's really three things that I took from that. Number one, your boldness. Just again, you are in hostile territory. People came and wanted to stop you, and you had to be bold to push through to do what God called you to do. And I think that's applicable to anyone who is wants to uh, do the work of God, whether it's in your local community or on the mission field. I think something yes. else I saw was that you followed the Holy Spirit. It didn't make sense to give a blind uh, a blind man a Bible. But that was what the Holy Spirit wanted, and that was that man's desire. So I just love that. Yeah. Following the Holy Spirit, even when it doesn't make sense, is so key. Yeah. And the last thing I'll share is this. Everything you said there revolves around connecting people to the heart of Jesus. And so if you haven't listened to one of my uh, first episodes, I talk about the very source of everything. We're talking about the miracle mindset. The miracle mindset is founded and grounded on connecting people to the heart and love of Jesus Christ. And that is exactly what you did, Dr. Leon. That is Correct. so powerful. And of course, you know, I wrote the book called Bold. So yes. it's not only just a book, but it has been my life as, as a world missionary. Uh, you know, there's a big difference between being arrogant and being bold. The righteous are as bold as a lion. And that is what is required, not arrogance, not self-importance, but boldness. We have bold access to God, and we have to, in, you know, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and violent men take it by force. We need a warrior spirit 
to press through the obstacles. In this case, it was hostile people. It was a barricade shutting off the village. It was a cultural chasm that was huge because of apartheid. But you cannot allow the devil, the world, enemies to stop you when God sends you on a mission. I was a man with a mission. I went there to plunder hell, as Reinhard Bonnke said, and to populate heaven, one soul at a time, one home at a time, one family, one village, one nation. But you have to be bold. That is so good, Dr. Leon. In fact, I've read that book myself. I've even done a men's Bible study with that book. So I highly recommend you check that book out. In fact, um, I'll leave a link to it on our podcast notes. Now, I know some people here are thinking, well, you know, I'm not called to the mission field. I'll never be in South Africa. Also, I forgot to mention Dr. Leon is South African, like my wife. And so um, that's where he gets that amazing accent from. But, (laughs) (laughs) but can you share, Dr. Leon, and again, I'm just putting on the spot here, but share maybe something that you've seen stateside. You've been just as a, because you've worked as an apostle and a teacher and a local minister. Maybe share um, sometimes when you've seen God move in a miraculous way here as a local minister that maybe people here can relate to as well. Sure. Um, <clears throat> I was in a town in Illinois called LaSalle, Peru, um, maybe 25 years ago. And I had done a a week of meetings called Healing School um, because I felt like you can't just pray for the sick. You have to cultivate an environment of expectation and faith. So I had been teaching morning and night for a week, and this was the last night of of the Healing School. And there were so many people that were there for healing, and God was moving very powerfully. In the midst of that, they brought a lady to me who was blind. Um, she had she had lost her eyesight through a genetic disease, and she had a cane. Um, her, her surgeon had told her, "You must way back. You must look at the face of your kids because you'll never see them again." Her driver's wow. license had been revoked, and so on. She came into the meeting. Um, And when she stood there, the spirit of boldness came upon me, the authority of God, and I grabbed the Bible, I put it in her hand, and I said, in the name of Jesus, begin to read. With that, her eyes were immediately opened, and she began to read. I was in a meeting just a few months ago, and in that meeting, I was uh, sharing in the same city, La Salle, Peru. I was in the same city, and I was sharing what happened uh, so many years ago, and a hand went up in the meeting, and the lady said, that's me. I <laughs> was the person. By the way, she's now one of my students doing SLT and my degree program. Uh, she wow. read out of my Bible for the first time when God healed her eyes. Now she's studying out of my Bible school. But that's just one of the miracles in the U.S. Uh, again, amazing. boldness, the authority of God being led of the spirit because I would never do that without the the boldness that came upon me by the spirit of God to stick a Bible in a blind lady's hands. But, you know, you just got to be led by the spirit. Remember, miracles um, are not self-initiated. They are God-led. And most times God gives you some specific instructions. For example, Jesus said to the man, take up your bed and walk. 
you know, there's things that we do that activate the miracle, silver and gold, but I don't have, but such as I have in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And then he lifted him up and he went walking and leaping to lift someone up. That's boldness. But you've got to be led by the Spirit because if you pray for someone, you can't just lift them up. You've got to know what you're doing by the Spirit of God. Yes, that is so good, Dr. Leon, and that is right on point. So now we only have a few minutes left on today's episode. And now if you guys want me to bring Dr. Leon back, if he's available, make sure that you let us know on social media. Make sure that you leave reviews and comments. We want to hear from you. But if you're enjoying this episode, and you want to hear more from Dr. Leon, please let us know on social media. Again, you can follow me on Instagram at I am DJ Bagwell, and we'll leave Dr. Leon's all, all of his all, all of his information um, on our podcast notes. Now, as we start to close here, I have a lot of hungry people here on this um, that are listening right now that really want to grow in understanding how to invite more of the presence of God, how to operate in the power of God to see more people connected to Jesus. What would you say, Dr. Leon? And you have tons of resources. I mean, you mentioned a few of them now. For example, I went through your student leadership. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, through your yeah, spiritual, uh, spiritual leadership. leadership training. Yeah, see, so that's yeah. the type of student that I was, right? <laughs> so <Yeah>. spiritual <laughs> leadership training course, and I did pass and um, so I went through that course. I've read your book on healing. In fact, before God launched me out in uh, in my healing ministry, if you will, that's one of the first resources I got. Are there any other resources that you would recommend for someone who's looking to go deeper in this area with God? Well, you know, Bold is a great book. Healing School is a great book. They're all available. Um uh, you know, my my uh, school of ministry would be a good place to become equipped, taught and trained. Jesus said, make disciples, students of all nations. And I'm very committed to that cause, uh, not just getting people um, theologically trained just in the mind, but the heart shaped and empowered and then activated by the fullness of the spirit. So, you know, there's loads of resources, Pastor DJ, but I want to say this, that the the key to operating in the Spirit of God is not only having someone mentor or equip and teach and train you, but it's about seeking the face of God. You need to draw aside into the secret place and to cul cultivate a heart after God. You know, Ezekiel prophesied to the Valley of Dry Bones. But how did God use Ezekiel? Ezekiel was positioned before God. He wasn't just sitting there in neutrality, indifference. He had a heart after God. And so uh, if someone wants to be used by God, get into the word, get into prayer, be stable, become grounded, rooted and grounded, learn how to operate in the dimensions of faith and the spirit. Uh, Jesus taught ordinary people three years how to operate in those dimensions. When he completed his work at the cross, he said, stay in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. They stayed in Jerusalem. There came a sound from heaven. They were filled. And that's the secret to being used by the Spirit. Paul said, do not be drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. In your being filled, stay being filled, press into God, allow the glory of God to fill your life, and then watch him use you. 
That is so good, Dr. Leon. And I hope that you follow those instructions. I know I am. Thank you, Dr. Leon, so much for being on today's episode. I know that everyone here has learned a tremendous amount from you today. Again, if you want more resources from Dr. Leon, we will leave all the links to his webpage, to his resources on our podcast notes. Uh, Dr. Leon, any final notes, any, any final comments you want to make? Well, I love the fact that you're reaching out to your uh, world with this podcast. Amazing getting people hungry for God. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst you are getting people hungry by sharing stories, bringing in people, you sharing, just creating this environment of spiritual hunger. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst for righteousness, revival, healing, for they shall be filled. That's what you're doing. Well done. I'm blessed to be a part of what you're doing today. And thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much, Dr. Leon. Now, if you want to follow us more, make sure that you follow us on Instagram. Make sure you like this episode, send it to a friend, subscribe, because that helps us reach more people and share the good news of Jesus Christ. So until next time, we love you. Talk to you then. Thank you for tuning in to Miracle Mindset with Pastor DJ Bagwell. We're thrilled you're part of our community. Hit that subscribe button and help us spread the word by sharing this show with a friend. Want to dive deeper into more incredible miracles? Visit djbagwell.com and witness powerful testimonies. Share your miracle story and learn more about hosting a live training or service with Pastor DJ at your church. Join us next time and remember, with a miracle mindset, nothing is impossible.